Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm your host, Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware, no matter where you are or where you go. Today is Tuesday, April 21st. Welcome to episode 56 of this 36-day COVID response. How are you guys doing? I'll be doing fine. I hope you are healthy and you are enjoying your time with your family. Believe it or not, crime is not on the decrease. So, all you take, all it takes is for you to go online to Google and do a quick search. Put in crime and then go to the selection of news. So then it'll show you exactly what is going on. So um, USA Today reports in today that gun sales have risen and crime has fallen because the coronavirus spread in the U.S. Okay, well, it sounds good. Crime has fallen. But then right after that, we hear Kansas City Star is reporting that violent crime is still causing more deaths in Kansas City than the coronavirus. What? (laughs) I'm not making this up. I am just reading it straight off of the page here. And uh, Richmond, Virginia says, police in Northern Virginia have arrested 30 for soliciting minors. Again, you know, crime is not stopping. This is prostitution of minors in, um, in Virginia. Cleveland reports that violent crime in Cleveland mostly unchanged during the coronavirus crisis as arrests and warrants decrease. So arrests and warrants are decreasing? Well, warrants I can understand because they're not issuing any new warrants. Arrests because police officers are doing other things. But the crime has stayed the same. Violent crime being the same. That's really odd. Anyway, it's it odd that there's crime there, it's violent, and the police aren't making arrests. Mm, are the police not arresting the violent offenders? Maybe they're not arresting everybody? I'm not exactly sure, but it's a really interesting uh, headline. Uh, then we're seeing, uh, what else? Inmates committing crimes after the coronavirus release. So as you probably know, some governors have come to this brilliant idea that, you know what, we're going to save the criminals. And uh, because of the amount of criminals that are in jail, we're going to let them go because of the coronavirus. But of course, they're criminals. And they're going outside and they're committing crime. And so uh, de Blasio is saying, it's just unconscionable that people would be let go. And then because of this, you know, being let go, they're going to throw it in our face and be uh, violent or commit more crimes. Well, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, come on. So you're in jail for a crime. You're let go. Now you're on the street. You don't have a job. Everything is closed. How are you going to eat? Okay, you go back to what you know. So, I mean, it's it's common sense. I'm I'm surprised these governors are not being a little bit more smart. Washington Examiner says coronavirus's crime wave threatens to emerge from the economic downturn and prisoner releases. Again, same thing. Um, I, I just find this just just outstanding. But this last article is really interesting. This is from Oxygen. 
and it came out yesterday. It says, loving parents of three killed while fighting off a violent home invader as their kids were asleep upstairs. That's just unconscionable. That is unconscionable. Um, so I just want you to know crime is not stopping. We must be alert, stay aware, know what's going on, have a plan, because uh, criminals aren't taking that uh, corona, uh, a corona break. <laughs> I call it the Rona break. They're not doing that. They're continuing to go out there, to continuing to, to attack, and we need to be more prepared when this happens. I encourage everybody, keep your doors locked, keep your car in the garage at night, or at least under a light, and, and use this rule of thumb. Be better than the next-door neighbors. If the next-door neighbors don't have lights, have lights. If the next-door neighbor has something else, have something else that is even better. Whatever it is that is going to call attention to the criminal, because criminals don't want to be called attention to. They want to go in and out and get away. So be alert, be aware, have something that is going to bring attention to the criminals as soon as possible. Um, I've mentioned this many times before. It's good to have a home security. I would suggest you having something. I mean, at the very least, get a, an IP doorbell. And one of the other things that I would suggest if you don't have that is, you know, uh, an ADT criminal, uh, excuse me, an ADT home security system. Those are fantastic. Not only do you have access to the cameras and be able to go in and see who is coming up to your house, but you can also have this monitored by security professionals who is going who are going to inform you when someone is violating your space. So anyway, I'm leaving a link to a couple of things on the, in the description. If you're interested, feel free to check it out. A study came out of California that shows that LA County coronavirus infections are up to 55 times that of the reported cases. Cases, 55 times, can you believe that? I'm leaving a link in the description. This means that the mortality rate of the virus, if this is true, that the mortality rate of the virus is right around that of the flu. It means that there's a lot more people uh, infected, a lot more people who have uh, overcome the disease. They just never knew it. They just, they had it, they overcame it, they never knew they even had it. So what does that mean for us? It means that, well, it means that the media is going to focus on the fact that there are more people that are contagious out there, but they're also, but it also means that the level of danger, the risk of infection, the risk of mortality of death fatality. The risk of fatality due to the virus is a lot lower. This is great. This is great news. Um, this may signify that a lot more or more uh, governors will make the decision to start up America again. And that's great. We can get people back to work and we can just <laughs> get back to mending our fences, paying our bills and getting rid of this debt that seems to have found its way uh, around almost all of our necks. 
Another thing I wanted to point out is time for our numbers. Now, these are the numbers of reported deaths in New York City. Every day I look at these numbers because it highlights the fact that these numbers are crazy. Crazy being that they're not being reported properly. They're not as transparent as we think they should be. And what I mean by that is reporting numbers, especially fatality numbers, this is one of the main key, this is key information for the, this this pandemic, right? Who is being infected and then who are dying based on, a bit due to the infection. So these are this is key information. And to have the largest city in the United States reporting uh, improperly or you and and uh, the uh, the government making use of those numbers to change their models is, is is disastrous, especially if that information is not correct. So what are the numbers? John Hopkins University and New York City Health Department are the two websites that we use to compare. So John Hopkins University shows that there are 14,604 people that have passed away due to the coronavirus and the New York City Health Department says that there are 14,427. Uh, so that's a difference of about 177 between New York City's Health Department website and John Hopkins University. John Hopkins University is the one that's a little, that's a, has a higher glut of numbers. It's a, it's a larger number of the two. What I do like about New York City's Health Department is that they break down the deaths into two different numbers. They have them broken down into confirmed deaths due to COVID, and then they have probable deaths. And I think that's much more transparent. Uh, so the confirmed deaths, there are 9,562. The probable deaths are 4,865, which gives us that number that I mentioned before, 14,427. So um, what, what does that mean? That that means, one, the reporting is, is kind of wonky. I'm not exactly sure how these two uh, organizations are getting their information. I would assume that New York City would have that much more clear number since uh, they, they should be monitoring that because that, that's their backyard. That is their, their city. Um, but in, in any case, that's what we have. We have John Hopkins University in New York City reporting numbers that do not coincide. What are you doing to stay alert and positive during this COVID uh, response, this quarantine? Well, um, a friend of mine, uh, I was texting this morning and he decided to give me a call. I guess uh, it's a good, it's a better thing to call than to text. And I totally agree. Remember, that's one of the, the steps. You have to have social interaction. Uh, but in this in this case, we were talking and he was telling me that what he does to, to entertain himself is he goes out and he looks at people um, out on the street and uh, watches how they dress to go out and he he mentioned how he saw people with plastic barrels around their head you know transparent plastic barrels around their head plastic bags around their head um 
he he himself actually has a gas mask that he uses to go out a little bit over the top. I had a I had to tell you I went out to Whole Foods yesterday and I when I was out I ran into a, a person who actually had a coffee filter. He had a coffee filter on his face and a rubber band to keep it in place, and that was what he was using as a mask. I mean. I think it's it's interesting. I think it's innovative. <laughs> Again, I'm wondering I'm wondering as we get closer and closer to in new information and we find out that more people have already overcome the COVID-19. They've already overcome the virus. And, and therefore we're already uh, you know, didn't have to worry about the, the death of the COVID or the, the, the COVID virus's effect uh, in uh, to their lives. What is that going to mean? Is that going to mean, is that going to make them feel embarrassed? Are they going to feel uh, um, slighted, you know, that they were taken advantage of, that, that the news media took advantage of them? I mean, who's going to be at fault if we find out that this was all kind of a, a blown up, Hoax, maybe not a hoax, but what? Who's going to be at fault when we find out that this was kind of blown out of proportion? Anyway, one of the things that I'm thinking about, um, as far as I am concerned, I am staying super positive. It is Taco Tuesday. I made an amazing taco dish for my kids. Uh, they really enjoyed it, which is good. They asked for seconds, which is a great sign, and. Um, I'm just happy. I'm sticking to a routine, which I will post later. But um, I have to say, you know, life is good. The sun is shining. Oh, one other thing, it is getting hot here in in uh, in Houston. It looks like the temperature is finally decided to stick closer to 80 degrees than 70 degrees, which is my favorite temperature of all times. Well, I hope you are doing well, and remember, always, you are security. <laughs>